Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart. Uh, first of all, I want to give thanks to God uh, for his unspeakable gift in Christ Jesus. Uh, God has blessed us uh, in ways that we cannot comprehend at this time, because we are still in this realm, and we are going, we are to grow up in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so that we might begin to uh, experience God in a meaningful way and also come to understand who we are and whose we are in Christ Jesus. So uh, tonight I have a very poignant uh, topic of discussion. And I'm going to be reading from the book of Daniel, and so we're going to start there. Uh, but before we get we start there, uh, let me preface the study by saying that uh, this is the time to pray. Uh, this is the time to pray without ceasing. I know that a lot of the saints are afraid or fearful. Because we don't know what is what is coming next. Uh, you drive down the street and you see that there's no end in sight to uh, the the price of gas. You go to the store and you see that the price of food uh, is exploding as well. So they told us uh, a few days ago that the inflation rate was at 9.1%, but the real inflation is almost at 20% or above 20%. So uh, also, uh, Lake Mead is drying up, and uh, there are several states that depend on water water for Lake Mead. And the the Colorado River is now going to they're going to be uh, giving allotments uh, to the west uh, from the Colorado River because there are other projects uh, where they want to direct the water. I read a while ago that one executive, one, one CEO of a corporation said that, uh, that water is not a right. Water is not a right. I read several years ago that T-Bone Pickens uh, was going to be buying up water rights. So 
I want to read this information. I store it away. And this was several years ago that I read this information about T-Bone Pickens. And uh, because I know when something is up. And so now we are there. Uh, And so let me say to you, Saints, it's time to be savvy. Uh, It's time to be truly astute. and these, it's time to become students of this age and students of this time. Uh, we're not going back to the former days. Uh, that's all done. Uh, the timeline is set. Now other things are happening. So these people want to move uh, the American, American people into a digital currency. Now, they have been doing many years of beta testing on a Western culture through cell phones, through Facebook, uh, through Twitter, and other platforms. So, uh, and they have all your information. They have our information from these platforms. And we don't know who owns these who owns these platforms or uh, these these services. We don't know. So now uh, they want to put Americans into a digital currency so as to uh, control everything and every aspect of of our lives. Be astute about what's going on. Um, Things may not have impacted you dramatically yet, and thank God they haven't. So be wise. Jesus said, we're to be as wise as serpents, as wise as serpents, and harmless as a dove. He never said anything casually or without... uh, that just to talk, that that was not his character. When Jesus spoke, he spoke the word. Read uh, John chapter 1. He is the word, the incarnate word. The, the, uh, the devil system, the cosmos, uh, is being moved uh, according to the, the, the determined will of God. Everything that we are experiencing has been through divine decrees. Now, the lasciviousness, the idolatry, the prideful behavior, the spiritual negligence, uh, the high-handed standing that people have been doing, uh, believing that uh, they would never, there would never be any consequences. Well, those things are, 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 are turning around. And some people are beginning to see uh, that there are consequences for one's actions. Now, Paul writes in Romans chapter 1 about people uh, who, because of their rebellion against God, were judged in their mentality. And so God gave, because they refused God, God gave them uh, minds void of consequences. And so uh, they wanted 
frivolity. So God gave them frivolous uh, uh, and silly minds. You're never going to read this about this kind of mentality in the Diagnostic and Statistical uh, Manual uh, of Western uh, Psychotherapy. You're never going to read this. Is dead. Western psychiatry is dead. It died through politics. It died, they both died through political expediency. It was bound to happen as both Freud and Carl Jung realized. Later on, uh, there, and let me mention the, 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 the theology that joined itself to psychotherapy and psychology and counseling. And where has this gotten the people of God? Now, we know that in the, the northern kingdom, uh, of the kingdom of uh, Samaria uh, joined themselves. They joined Yahwism with the worship of Baalism. And that syncretism was not of God. And it led them into further and, and more uh, horrific idolatry. God wiped them out in 722 by the Assyrians. About a century or two later, the southern kingdom was wiped out by God through Nebuchadnezzar because they, too, did not take note. They did not receive wisdom about what God had done to Samaria. And they went into idolatry, uh, and they were subsequently destroyed uh, by God because of sin. The culture in which we find ourselves is, is Peter uses a word called plastoids, uh, and it is, a, it is a culture based on plastoids. That is, words uh, are, are shaped and twisted uh, for political ends. And Peter wrote, they will make merchandise of you. He meant that spiritually and physically. These people have the ability to crush the human body down through, uh, through temperature and pressure uh, to make jewelry. They uh, corrupt and they destroy the human mind through their uh, very sophisticated propaganda. Very sophisticated, very astute people. And now they're moving this culture in the direction in which they wanted to go through, but destroying the economy. Uh, they want you to move into electric, uh, move into electric vehicles. Uh, and they talk about greenhouse gases. They talk about climate change. They talk about fossil fuel. And, uh, uh, 
The term fossil fuel was not created by a geological scientist. It was created by a wealthy man. And he had the power, the influence, and the money to control thinking and in order to talk about the what? Talk about fossil fuels and uh, that this will run out someday if we keep using these fossil fuels. Well, if you would read the book, The Genesis Record, you will learn that the earth is always creating oil. The earth is a living organism. The earth is not inert. The earth is a living organism. Well, they tell you we have to get rid of cows because of the, of the flatulence of these animals. Uh, and so they deplete the oxygen. That's not true. Cows eat grass, and when the cow finishes uh, the, the process of metabolizing the grass, uh, it is released through waste, and the cow tramples the waste, which is not dirty, tramples the, its waste products back into the soil, and this waste, the waste product, product contains nitrogen. The soil needs nitrogen to keep it rich, to keep it healthy. These people know this, but they want to destroy meat through chemicals they put into the flesh. They want to destroy milk. They want to destroy wheat, and they uh, they, they they use biologically engineered organisms in order to destroy the food so that the food becomes indigestible, so that the, the gut, the human gut, cannot uh, absorb the necessary nutrients. These things are done. And so uh, people suffer, people get sick, and these people know how to keep you alive in order to sell you more chemicals, sell me more chemicals. So they do not believe or in wellness or getting you healthy. It is keeping you around long enough to exploit you enough in order to get as much as they can from you and then letting you die. Uh, they have statistical tables that they use in order to calculate how long uh, uh, or how and how viable you will be leaving. These things exist. Oh, why do I want to tell you this? Why do you need to know this information? Well, you need to know it because <clears throat> when you read the Revelation and you read about uh, the, the seals and the breaking of the seals, I want you you need to know that it is Jesus Christ himself who uh, breaks the seals of this sacred scroll. It is he who begins uh, what is called the tribulation. He starts it. He oversees it. 
He knows uh, its duration. He knows the specific targets. He knows how each of these events will unfold. And what God wants to do, the tribulation is about the wrath of God upon a world that refused his grace and wanted to remain devoted to sin and uh, people who worshipped uh, the devil and worshipped the beast and whose names were not written in the book of life before the, found, uh, before the foundation of the world. So this, I'm going to read from Daniel 9. This is Daniel 9. This is Daniel 9, and I'm going to start at verse 26. After the 62 sevens, the anointed one will be cut off and will have nothing. The people of the ruler who will come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. Now, the anointed one, of course, refers to Jesus, uh, the incarnate Lord. And uh, so the uh, Jerusalem was destroyed in 70 AD by Titus. There are some uh, Greek historians that Roman historians you should read, and their writings are, are very. Uh, their writings tell you exactly what happened, and uh, they're very detailed about what happened during this time. It is, it is, it is terrible indeed. So the end will come like a flood. War will continue until the end, and desolations have been decreed. Please understand that language. And desolations have been decreed. So this is by God. This is the will of God unfolding. He will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. Now he's talking about the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition. In the middle of the seven, that is, after three and one half years, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on a wing of the temple, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. So this this virulent, this super virulent personality uh, is his manifestation, his parousia, or his revelation. Uh, Paul uses the word uh, 
the word that's used for the uh, apocalypses or ap- apocalypsis used for the book of Revelation, the unveiling. Paul speaks about the apocalypsis or the unveiling of the man of sin. I want you to note how these, uh, these virulent super spiritual beings imitate the holy trinity of God. And Satan is even going to imitate the death and resurrection of our Lord. So, let me go on to Daniel 11, uh, verse 16. Daniel 11:16. The invader will do as he pleases. No one will be able to stand against him. He will establish himself in the beautiful land and will have the power to destroy it. He will determine to come with the might of his entire kingdom and will make an alliance with the king of the south. And he will give him uh, a daughter in marriage in order to overthrow the kingdom, but his plans will not succeed or help him. So now I'm going back to Daniel 8. This is Daniel 8.23 and following. Quote, in the latter part of their reign, when rebels have become completely wicked, a stern-faced king, a master of intrigue will arise. He will become very strong, but not by his own power. He will cause astounding devastation and will succeed in whatever he does. He will destroy the mighty men and the holy people. He will cause defeat to prosper and he will consider himself superior. When they feel secure, he will destroy many and take his stand against the prince of princes. Now, who might that be? Yet, he will be destroyed, but not by human power. Unquote. So, think about this figure that that Daniel has written about. And John will write in first. John will talk about John will say that there are many antichrists uh, today. And so he was speaking during the first century A.D. There were antichrists, plural. There are antichrists, and then there is the antichrist. Notice what the Bible says about him, what Daniel says about him. He is, uh, when Daniel writes, when rebels have become completely wicked, rebels, a stern-faced king, a master of intrigue will arise, and he is going to be super intelligent, super smart, super deceitful. Notice what the Bible says. He will cause, uh, he will become very strong, but not by his own power. Satan is going to give his authority and his power 
to this being. Now, the power that Satan gives to the Antichrist is the a power and authority that he offered Jesus during the temptation. And you know that our Lord, in his integrity, in the holiness of his person, rejected that lie. Yes, uh, the devil was right when he said, uh, these these kingdoms have been given to me, and I can give them to whomsoever I will. That was true. That was allowed by God. That was decreed by God. He will cause astounding devastation and will succeed in whatever he does. He will destroy the mighty men and the holy. He will cause deceit to prosper, and he will consider himself superior. Listen, when you read in Isaiah, you read in Ezekiel about Lucifer, son of the morning, and uh, God talks about him uh, as the king of Tyre, and inequity was found in his heart because of his beauty. His prideful heart led to his downfall. Now notice in, uh, that Satan gives the same power and that's the same quality to this what? To the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition. He will consider himself superior. When they feel secure, he will destroy many and take his stand against the prince of uh, princes. Now notice, today people talk uh, people want security. In Canada, they did what? They cut off people's access to their money. In China, they cut off people's access to their money. Sri Lanka uh, is destroyed economically. Argentina wants to go a new route. So they want to move people towards this what? This ultimately evil system. And you and I need to really be aware about end-time events. We need to be aware of end-time prophecy. Now, I don't want you to run to the Internet and read these and listen to these different shows about Bible prophecy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it takes work to become a student of the Word of God. One cannot be lazy these days. Don't be lazy. Be astute. Don't be passive. Be active. One has to be spiritually aggressive. When you have a relationship with God during these days and you're, you are communing with God, God is going to lead you aright. When you are filled with the Spirit, you will know the will of God. When you crucify the flesh with its affections and lust, you're going to know the will of God. When you have a prayer life, and by that I don't mean sporadic prayers uh, once or two times a week. I mean a spirit of prayer. Read the book of Jude. 
A spirit of prayer means that you maintain your communion with God and you don't want sin in your life because you know you need God. You know you need God. And with a spirit of prayer, you break out and pray at any time. I don't care what you're doing. If you're at work or if you're driving or you're, you're doing some household chore or something with the temp, uh, you will pray in your spirit. Have cultivate a spirit of prayer. You see your wife, you see your husband, you see your children, your grandchildren, and you see what is going on, and the, the people are really suffering these days. People are having to spill gas. People are having to decide, do I pay rent? Or do I buy gas? Or do I buy gas and not buy groceries? People are, there are people having a hard time these days. So he, this, this one, he will be destroyed, but not by human power. Not by human power. So we're talking about supernatural events that are unfolding. What you are experiencing around you are supernatural events that uh, the Bible tell, uh, has told us would occur. We, we are experiencing uh, uh, the, you know, the, the eschaton started with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That is the last days. So, now I'm in Revelation 13, uh, 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw the beast, not a beast. And here the word beast means a, a venomous creature, a venomous creature. Rise up out of the sea. The sea is symbolic of human distress. The sea is symbolic of the human condition. There is no peace to the wicked, saith my God. So, uh, I, and I saw the beast rise up out of the sea having seven heads, and that intimates authority, and ten horns, which intimate power, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head, and upon his head the name blasphemy. That word should, that should mean, uh, that refers to the character. And that means complete blasphemy, a completely blasphemous figure. That is the essence of his character. Blasphemy means to speak against the name or character of an individual in a derisive manner. It means to stand against the life of another. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. Now, we, and we, we recite this verse with regard to human beings, but understand that this, uh, this venomous creature, uh, the essence of his being is, is blasphemy. Now notice, Daniel wrote, he will cause deceit to prosper and 
when he gets an audience, when he gets an opportunity to, to speak, now notice, let me go on. And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard or literally a panther. So he was swift and stealthy. And his feet were as the feet of a bear. So uh, he was destructive. And his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his feet and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as they were wounded to death. Now, in the Greek, the word here, wounded, means to slay violently, means to butcher. And his deadly wound was healed. The word is therapeuo. And all the world wondered after the beast. Now, notice the setup. Notice the setup. Notice verse 1. He came up from where? Out of the sea. And he had his great authority and power. And what does he do to manipulate awareness and to get the attention of people? Well, uh, one of his heads, verse 3, was wounded, and the deadly wound was healed. And guess what? All the world wondered after the beast. That word wondered means to admire. And what did they do? And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, who is like unto the beast? And who is able to make war with him? And there was given, notice, this, these things are decreed, and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and what? Blasphemy. And power was given unto him to continue 42 months. 42 months. So, now notice what is to happen at, in the middle of the trib, three and a half years, he will break the covenant. Uh, sacrifice uh, will come to an end. Uh, he will break his covenant with, uh, with Israel. Remember, <coughs> he practices deceit. So, Verse 6, and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name. Listen, this word may not have a lot of power. Oh, when people hear it today, it's, oh, man, this is, this is merely a religious word. I only uh, listen to it. There's only a religious meaning for this. No, that's not true. That's not true. I listen to so many shows. And and I listen to the way some of these, these the, the evil manner in which these people talk against God. Well, what is a woman? Well, what is a man? And oh, we want to destroy babies. We want to destroy babies uh, up to nine months, and then when they're delivered, up to six months after they've been delivered. We want to ruin babies. In other words, we want to destroy the family. The man has no value. What is a woman? And we want to destroy babies. The attack is upon the family. In Genesis 3, the attack was upon the family. Why does the devil attack women? Why does he hate women so? 
If you read the book of Isaiah, Isaiah wrote, wrote that, uh, that the woman will encompass a man. That is, God, is going, God has engineered his extraordinary victory over the devil through a woman, a particular woman, an Alma, uh, in Hebrew, a virgin, a virgin. She, uh, uh, Mary, submitted to the will of God. She was married. She was betrothed to Joseph. Both were of the house of David. Joseph's line uh, through Kaniah or Jeconiah was cursed. You need to read the book of Jeremiah. But uh, Miriam's line... Uh, through her father, Heli, was not cursed. Jesus is, receives the throne of David through his mother, Mary. Listen, God uh, destroyed the power of the devil, the reign of the devil, the rule of the level, devil, the arrogance of the devil through the woman. Now do you see the origin of his vigil, of his... Uh, hatred toward women. They and God used women to destroy his kingdom completely. So Herod, the devil moved Herod to send out uh, soldiers to find the baby king. But God had sent his son into Egypt. So Mary and Joseph took the baby after he was born in Bethlehem into Egypt. And then after the death of Herod, Jesus was called back to, uh, to Israel where he was raised in Nazareth. So God waited until that wicked, evil king was dead. God is never outplayed. God is, has no plan, no purpose that will ever succeed against the Lord. Has God moved you out of a place of death? He did that for me. From those, uh, from those who had planned your death and your ruin and your overthrow, but they smiled at you, they pretended they were your friends, and God, God moved you out from among them because he knew uh, that they would destroy you. Well, God, God blessed your life. Devil knows his destiny. God has prepared the lake of fire for the devil and his angels. Jesus said that. The lake of fire already exists. It is the destiny of the devil. And those and his angels, his the fallen angels, and those who follow him. Now, notice what this being does. Verse 6, Revelation 13, and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints 
and to overcome them. These are the tribulation saints. These are those who become believers during this horrific tribulation period who are protected by the Spirit of God. There are believers who are going to lose their, lose their lives during this time. Notice, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindred and tongues and nations. So we have a quasi super transnational neo socialist monolithic government that will be put in place. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Listen. God has decreed these things. These things are coming to pass. It is interesting that the Antichrist will demand worship, and yet he's going to blaspheme the God of heaven. He, look, he wants people to believe that he is the ultimate. He is superior, that he is superior to God. This is Second Thessalonians 2, verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. That word, those words, son of perdition, it means son of destruction. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And yet, John writes what? That he is going to, first, uh, Revelation 13, 6. He opened his mouth in blasphemy against God and to blaspheme his name. Look, he is going to demand worship. If you do not worship him, you cannot buy or sell. And if you do not worship him, you're going to be slain. You're going to be destroyed. You see what is happening around us now? You see what is going on? I watch people attempting to give people relevant information in order to save their lives and to save their families. But, you know, as it was in the days of Noah, just think about it. As it was in the days of Noah, there are people who don't take Bible prophecy seriously. I don't know. If they're saved or not, that's between them and God. But you need to know and you need to have your heart prepared in these these last days to live according to the word of God so that your life will be prosperous and purposeful. God can provide you a land of Goshen in these evil days. You 
have to be on the Lord's side. And the shallowness of churchianity is gone. It's over. It's time to get right. It's time to get real so that God will bless your life. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich. God bless you.